Recorded in the book of Acts, chapter 20, we hear about an incident while Paul was visiting the faith community in Troas, beginning at verse 7. On the first day of the week, when we met to break bread, Paul was holding a discussion with them. Since he intended to leave the next day, he continued speaking until midnight. And there were many lamps in the room upstairs where we were meeting. A young man named Eutychus, who was sitting in the window, began to sink off into a deep sleep while Paul talked still longer. Overcome by sleep, he fell to the ground three floors, three floors below and was picked up dead. But Paul went down and bending over him, took him in his arms and said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. Then Paul went upstairs, and after he had broken bread and eaten, he continued to converse with them until dawn. Then he left. Meanwhile, they had taken the boy away alive and were not a little comforted. Here ends the reading. God's grace and God's peace be with you all. Many of you know that uh, I like my tools. There is something about the feel of this in my hand that brings me power and drive and torque. It has a particular sound. I love it when it makes that sound at its highest pitch and it's going wild. When you have the right set of bits along with this drill, there are all manner of things you can do with this. I love it so much, I have two of them. <laughs> and since my birthday's coming up, I'm hoping for a third. It's called an impact driver. It has the raw sound of torque echoing when you turn it on. I hate this sound. <laughs> when I have that sound going on in my ear, it tells me I have not prepared for the project at hand. I have not prepared my tools appropriately I am not ready for the job. My fear is this is the sound of the church today. Battery low, great tool, not quite prepared for the task ahead. And that causes me some pain. It brings me to the story of Eutychus. A quick show of hands, how many of you have never, I say never, been in a church, heard that text read and then preached on? Quick show of hands, never heard that text read and then preached on? Yeah. How many of you were also thinking while Bill was reading it fabulously said, that cannot be in the New Testament. That's such a weird story. <laughs> Let's recap. 
Paul, on his encouragement tour, is headed from Macedonia to Greece, from Greece to Syria, hears of a plot to kill him, slides over, instead of going to Greece and Syria, moves on his way into Troas. In Troas, there's a community of faith gathered, and Paul gathers with them, eats a little bit of a meal, and then starts to preach. Sun's going down, candles go on, smoke fills the room. Eutychus, his name translated means lucky, <laughs> not on that day, sitting on the windowsill in the third floor of this building. And Paul preaches till midnight. And Eutychus, overcome by sleep, falls out of the window three floors down, dead. Paul, appropriately, stops his preaching, <laughs> wanders three floors down, holds Eutychus close, and says, nope, still life in him, puts him down, walks three floors back upstairs, and continues to preach until the sun comes up the next day. My other fear about this text is that this story is be re being repeated in churches Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. That somehow the goods of the gospel, the way in which preachers deliver that good news of Jesus Christ, is no long, longer being heard by Eutychus. Young people, adolescents, not being heard. So, if we reap what we sow, how do we make sense out of this? I bear particular responsibility. We'll just use these two sections as an example. I bear responsibility for not having delivered the goods of the gospel effectively. Your generation, let's use you as Eutychus, has not heard and we have not spoken. How do we make sense out of this? How are we going to fix this? What's the solution in all of this? If the battery is dying out, what do we do? Well, how about for a moment we use the story of Paul and Eutychus as a synonym for Christian public witness. And we ask ourselves the bold question, how is my Christian public witness communicating the Jesus that I know and that loves me, how am I communicating that to the worlds in which we live? Students, how are you doing that? Faculty, staff, and friends, how are we engaging in Christian public witness? It is a daunting question. The story of Eutychus makes me nervous. It asks me some tough questions about my own witness in the world. It makes me nervous to think that my witness has evidence in the generation behind me. 
The question has haunted me since this summer when I spent some time with a friend and we talked about the church denominationally. There isn't a denomination out there that's not being profoundly affected by a decline in numbers. His comment, the church is in trouble. So I went on this reading journey of effective or successful or healthy churches. Google search, healthy churches. Started doing some reading. Wound up doing a lot of reading. The research tells us these things about Christian public witness and successful churches if the church stands a chance of moving into the next generation. The research says, communities of faith all agree on these items. There are many more, but these they all agree on. First, an attachment to an unwavering mission. Known by Christ invites me to share Christ with others. All denominations agree on that as a marker of a successful healthy church. Item number two. Know your community and be known in the community. It's really easy to preach to the choir. It's really easy to come here. But what happens when we walk out the door Are we known in the community as a faithful follower of Christ? Or is it just a whole lot easier inside this room? Know the community and be known in the community. Another sign of a healthy, successful church, and this one just flat out surprises me. Successful churches are known by the count of people who can literally pray out loud when asked. How many times have you found yourselves at lunch and somebody says, who's going to pray, and your head drops first? Don't pick me. (laughs) Successful churches, known by people who can pray out loud. Challenge. The next time you sit with someone at a meal, and somebody says, who's going to pray? Be the first that raises their hand and say, I'd love to do that. Then you think, I don't know what I'm going to say. Yes, there is the Spirit of God who will supply, but also it comes with practice. Just do it. Finally, evangelism. It's a complicated thing to be sure, but I would have you think about it this way. When was the last time you invited somebody out for a meal, over for lunch, out for a cup of coffee? Did you think about, I need to make that connection. I'm going to simply make the call. The comment comes, I'd really like to have coffee with you and we could chat for a while. Great. Think about that as a course for evangelism. How easy is it for us to invite someone for coffee or a meal, but when it comes to church, We get pretty nervous. Oh my gosh, I'm inviting them into a place that's different. Invite someone to church, like you would out to lunch. Let's draw it even closer to home. 
How many of you, when you got up and walked away from whatever you were doing today, simply backed out of the room so you could get here, or said, I'm headed for chapel. Challenge yourself. Turn to someone and say, I'm going to chapel. I'd like to have you go with me. First off, it's going to mess with their mind. <laughs> Yay. That's what Jesus does. Begins to mess with what's up here. Why are they inviting me? What's going on in their lives that they're so convinced I need to be a part of what's happening in this place amongst these people? Another marker of success. Talk about what you experience. Quick snapshot. Here's what happens at coffee and cookies afterwards. People are looking to make departmental connections. I'm looking to connect with students who I need to have supply um, certain elements in Sunday night's worship as readers or ushers or communion servers. I'm on the prowl to make a connection. My commitment is stop. Successful congregations, successful communities of faith are known because they literally talk about what the action of God is in their lives, how they heard about it in the worship service, and how they're going to live it out in their lives this next week. So don't be bashful. In this place, it's great to ask the question, what's God doing in your life? And you might discover that becomes the point at which you have something to pray with and for that person. If we reap what we sow, then let's practice what we preach and be known as a dangerous community of faith. Dangerous in the way we understand the presence of God in our lives and dangerous enough to tell other people about it. Eutychus, the story of a kid who is literally the first incident in the Bible who is bored to death. Let's not be that church. Amen.